You know what I know after all this fucking time is that picking up chicks is really easy. It's really easy. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I'm now going to hand over to the man himself, who is a great friend and mentor of mine, Mr. James Marshall. How are we all? Yeah, there we go. There's a bunch of introverts expressing themselves. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm here. Firstly, welcome. It's an absolute pleasure to have you all here. And this is the biggest packed room we've ever, in my musical career that I've ever had. <laughs> this is where I finally wanted to be. So we've locked the doors and I'm now gonna play flute for the next three days. We will be inserting massive amounts of information uh, mindsets, technologies, philosophies, stories into you. And I don't want to do that right now because Shay is coming. <laughs> Very soon he is coming. Usually like presenters are like, okay, I've got an hour and a half to fill. And Shay's like, uh, I'm going to need at least two hours. So if we can just like, I'm like, all right, I'll just give more of my space to Shay. He's, he's ready to hit you. So I don't want to overload you with concepts right now. What I do want to do is talk a little about Perhaps a simple idea, but one that I've, I've found really profound, particularly in recent times. One thing that I've certainly learned over the years is that there is no one piece of uh, internal or external change technology, no one lifestyle or technical toolkit which is going to be with you forever. There will be elements of tools that you picked up at the beginning which maybe there's still shadows of now, but many of them will become redundant as you get what you needed out of them and then you move on. That's for you guys know that I'm doing something different with my life, right? You've heard the rumors. Yeah, I'm going through a transition. The hormones haven't kicked in yet, but next year, imagine that. How weird would that be? If you could run up to this girl and go, oh no, it's James Marshall. I won't do that, I won't do that to you. Um, I've been going through transitions as I have been throughout my entire career and life. And I'm moving on from seduction. I mean, I've been doing this a fucking long time, really. Like 20, 20 years I have been chasing women with varying degrees of success and, and teaching that for well over a decade. And what I've been doing over the last few years is going back to my roots of being a complete beginner. I, I studied a bunch of different things through martial arts and music and meditation and then public speaking and teaching and then of course all the seduction related stuff. And I was getting to a point where it was starting to feel stale, right? Where I felt like I got this handled. And when I get things handled, I have to just shatter them and then start again, which is what I've been doing. Looking a lot at the body, at movement, at locomotion, at spirituality and shamanism in a, in a different way than I did when I was a young austere Buddhist. Now looking at more in like a visceral, organic, human, primal kind of way, which is I'm finding really enlivening, especially as I'm reaching 40 this year. And I can feel that. Yeah, who else is around 40 and can feel it? You're just like, ah, oh, that's a different. Yeah, that doesn't fix as easy as it used to. I still have this ankle issue because I did a dance-off with Tony Solo two years ago. I was on fire, and he won, and I'm still paying for it. At the beginning of this year, I, was, I took a, a, an experimental retreat group to the, to the outback in Australia. Outback, we only say that to foreigners, actually. There's no, no Australian says, out to the outback. We say the bush. 
I took him to the bush, which is the dust and the tree in the dust. And we were working on, this, on these kind of tribal initiations on, on understanding your body anthropologically through the history of you being an organism dating back to slime. Anyone ever tried to move around like slime? It's cool. It's a cool experiment. You just, just suddenly just made of slime. Life is very different from that perspective. And we took heavy doses of ayahuasca, of course, to assist in this <laughs> spiritual journey. And during that trip, a lot of things happened to me, one of which I had a long reverie thinking about what it must be like for Klingons to have anal sex and like how probably the word for fuck me in the, the, this phrase for fuck me in the ass in Klingon feels more right than saying it in English. Right? Like it just, I'm sure it has something like that. Uh, whereas fuck me in the ass, and I spent a long time thinking about that. But that's not what I came to talk about. <laughs> more importantly, what I was thinking about was this question that I want you to carry around with you for some time until you don't want it anymore. What are you really like? I was saying it to myself, what am I really like? And a whole bunch of things came up. And what they, they came up in two parts primarily. There's the Klingon bits and about enough of that. But it came up in terms of I am this or I do this or I don't like this or I'm not this. And then there was a second sneaky part to it that went something like this. Well, no, I won't say that exactly yet. I'll say the first bit. Right, so for me, I was, I was looking at my, and analyzing the way that I operate through business, through relationships, through you know, relationships with my mother, going through Freudian stiff stuff, stiff stuff. Yes, I just did a Freudian slip while saying Freudian stuff. That's great. And these phrases would come up. I can't commit. I'm lazy. I'm scattered. I'm messy. I keep obliterating things when they reach their zenith. And these things are all true, by the way. <laughs> these are aspects of me. And then instantly there would be these two words that would come after that. I'm lazy, but I always get things done. Yeah. I'm very messy. And the reason is because I feel like if I walk into a space that the neatness is cramping my style, that I have to take everything off and throw it on the ground and empty my suitcase and spread everything around because now my mind is in flow and action and here it all is blurted out into the space around me. Now, the real truth is I'm messy. Ask anyone who lives with me. They know, and it's too bad because it's my house. And I always have been, and I always will be because what? Anyone? It's fun. Why would I? It's just I can pay someone to clean up. Aside from that, <laughs> I already told you. Is it? How? How do I know that? I could just go home today and just hang it on the thing. I could change that instantly. It's not hard. So why? I already told you why I will never change that. Remember the story I had? Huh? That's the story. And I'm sticking to it. I've created a justification and a reason. It's that I'm messy because I don't like when space cramps my style. And from here, a world, a creative, beautiful world that explains why I am this way and then sows it in, in kind of a, you know, a idiosyncratic but sort of lovable way. And that's who I am. And people believe it. They're like, oh, that James, he sure doesn't make a fucking mess all the time. I guess it's because he's that, what, creative. I'm the creative guy who doesn't like my space cramped. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the reason that that habit will likely never change. And I'm okay with that. The people who live with me will just have to be okay with that. The fact that I'm okay with that is just cursed whoever I live with for the rest of my life. And that's maybe one that I won't change. But we're all doing this. 
on huge numbers of levels all the time. Right? We, have, we have these statements, and they may be, they may be subjectively or, or objectively true, depending on which way we look at them. Okay, I can look for evidence for, let, let's take some of the ones that may be more relevant to you guys. I suck with women, and then what happens is this, because I didn't have XYZ experiences. I'm, I'm socially not that uh, gregarious a person, but that's because something, something, right? Yeah, okay, I see how that guy up on the stage, maybe that's working for him, but that's because he's whatever, tall, white, Australian, has a big nose, used to play in a weird funk band, or whatever I need to, to rationalise and to figure out a way to justify my situation. Right? And as I was like tripping hard, I just, like, I just kept on bringing up these things one after another. I am this, and seeing instantly the, my mind wanting to jump in and save me, to give me a reason why this thing exists. And we have to be really fucking careful because it's insidious. And it's like, obviously, it's a, it's a self-defense mechanism. It's an identity mechanism. It has a place. And it's also somewhat true, right? I can, I can, the story fits the explanation or fits the statement. It makes sense, right? But if we, if we leave it there, then the story wins. And it is really important to look at your life as a narrative. Imagine if we woke up every single day and I guess there is a few people who have this weird experience, they have damage to their brain, where you can do everything. You know how to tie shoes and, and go through your life and work and bang your wife and you just happen to know all these things, but you have no recollection, that would be weird, no recollection of anything that happened the previous day or any other day. All right, so you start from scratch, embedded with all these like, skills, and each day the wife's like, what are you, who is this dude? Each day he bangs me differently. Um, so... What would happen then is you would be without narrative. And this is something humans just can't fucking handle. We need, to, we need to have a sense of understanding of identity, of place, and of story. And we live through story. And we write our stories, and we often write them quite early, and then we go, so this character, you know, you're the, you're the script writer, okay, he's kind of introverted, shy, more intelligent than, than average, doesn't talk to girls. There we go. He plays his role now for the next 40 years. Is that a good story ending? Anyone happy with that one? No? Anyone currently living a script, something along those lines, change one or two details, but don't change the one about not talking to girls or speaking to the women that I really want or pulling the trigger or trying to have deeper conversations? Because you know what I know after all this fucking time is that picking up chicks is really easy. It's really easy, technically. Yeah? The thing that you have to do I could teach it to a kindergarten child. Okay, little Timmy. Right, here's what you do. You go up to the, walk to the girl and you say, hi, my name's Timmy. You got that? Good, off you go. I just patted the kid on the butt. I know you're not allowed to do that. Off you go, Timmy. <laughs> oh, and he goes over and he goes, hi, I'm Timmy. And he goes, oh, hey, I don't know what to say next. Oh, right. <laughs> That's simple. Ask her how her day is going. Find out what class she's in, what does she like doing on weekends, and also tell her those things about you too. All right, Timmy, off you go, buddy. <laughs> it is that simple, seriously. And I mean, it's absurd when I get fucking physicists coming up, like coming back from interactions going, I ran out of things, I don't know what to say. You're fucking 10 times more intelligent than me. You just have to say, what's your name? Where do you go and what do you like to do? What kind of fucking colors are interesting to you? What, do you have a dog? When did the dog die if you didn't have it? How do you feel about that? Did you love the dog? I had a dog once, I had feelings about it. Do you want to get a coffee? 
<laughs> yeah, come on, that's pretty funny. Now, I don't want to be condescending because there's people in there going, fuck you, James, it's more complicated than that. There is more nuance to it than that. I have tried the Timmy method and I had limited success. Of course, of course, there's more to it than that, but so many people never get there. Like that's, the, the, it's weird because really when guys come to me on workshops and, and we sit down and we talk about, okay, what do you want to get out of this? What are the big changes you want? What's the big issues? They're, they're, usually their goals are very modest. They are really to be Timmy. It's really like, yeah, if I could go up to girls and just have a conversation and not fucking shit myself and ask for a number at the end, that would be great. And I'm like, cool, what do you want to do after we figure that bit out? Because that's not that hard. Yeah? But what is hard? What is the thing that's really fucking you up or has, has, has stops men from doing what they want? It's the subjective inner world that you're carrying around with you. Each one of us, there's what, 100 and something, 60 people in this room, all miraculously living and breathing and exchanging molecules at the same time and place in history and space. That's amazing. But in amongst that is is a hundred plus subjective experiences of that. In this room now, someone is feeling anxious, very anxious. And there's guys who wrote to me saying, I would like to come to MMC, but only if you can promise that no one will make me say anything. And I'm like, I can probably promise that. Mostly you can, you can there's, there's guys who are fucking full of youthful zest and they're hanging on every word and like, I want this, I want this so bad and I want it fucking now, right? There are guys in there who are like, okay, I've been around the traps for a while, I really hope it works this time. There's, there's, uh, there's people who are just zoning out and stressing out about something completely different. Right? We're all living different experiences of, of the same objective reality of being in this room right now. And that's what's carried out into the world, is that we have people who carry subjective experience where connecting with somebody, where my narrative, which is that like, I'm a guy and I, and and I want to go and talk to girls and, and that's all right. And that's, and that's, a, that's a pretty productive uh, manuscript to carry around with you, where well, that's fine. And there's others where through a series of many, many choice points throughout your life, you've decided to write that script. I'm not so social, and we need gonna, we're gonna need a justification for that, uh, because my dad left when I was young and something, something, yeah? I, I, I wanna go and do approaching, but um, I'm too old for that, or you know, I've just come out of a long breakup, or I'm going to have to wait until I've got my finances, health, mental health, libido, or whatever else sorted first. Anyone want to like knowingly nod to that one? Yeah, I'm going to. I, I want to do this, but first, I have to become a superhuman. Right? <laughs> I need to become Elon Musk mixed with a porn star, mixed with a stallion, before a woman is going to take any notice of me. If I had have waited for that, if any of this team had waited for that, that, we would still be waiting. We would be still perfecting and working diligently on the perfect male. The guys that get good at this are the ones who take the Timmy actions daily, and then of course they become more nuanced and complex and artistic and wonderful, but who take these internal actions where they look at <coughs> those bold statements that we box ourselves in with, and then we cut and dissect and, and start to dissolve the justifications. Now, what is that, where does that leave us with? That can still be a very negative thing. I could still just have blanket statements of, I suck, yeah, I'm not good at this, I can't do this, this, this is the type of person I am, I am introverted, uh, you know, I am socially not developed, I, I missed out, all those statements, so we can just lay those out 
like this resume of shit things about ourselves and, feel, and then look at them and just be like, yeah, yeah, okay. That's not necessarily going to help either, but it is a, it is a stage. And when, you, when you're, like it is a phase, when you're looking to wrestle with your internal subjective world, understand that that will be a lifetime process. Yeah, we are just built in a weird way where we have all of these internal mechanisms that often fire in opposite directions. You guys, who's, who's done the, I went out of the house and I walked around for an hour and avoided approaching girls whilst thinking about approaching girls the whole time. <laughs> I walked out of the door and said to myself, I am going out for the only reason that I'm leaving right now is to go and speak to girls. And then I spend this strange hour with myself walking around going, well, can... <laughs> We did this weird exercise with Ido Portel when I was in Thailand recently where you would have a person touch you, uh, two people touch you in different areas and you had to, like if someone touched me here, I had to expand from my chest and then they touch here and then I had to expand from there. And then they do things where they do this. And then you just had to like, like, <laughs> what is it like to expand both sides? People, very strange looks on people's faces. As they're coming, some, sometimes they like have that moment of, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Oh, no, I just imagined I had it. Yes, that's kind of what you guys are doing, right? Because <laughs> other people walk around going, I'm definitely not going to talk to girls today. Doing fine. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah. And others go out and go, oh, fuck it, hi. I mean, hi. But it's a weird situation to be living with these internal dichotomies pulling you in opposite directions. Now, my life works like that, but it works like this. That'll work. Uh, my, my entire fucking life has been shadowed by doubt every moment. Every, every triumph I've had has been precipitated, is that before or after? Preceded by great senses of doubt. Today. It's like every day that I get up, I'm like, oh, no, this is impossible. I'm not going to be able to... Uh, it pulls me in that direction. And then the other extreme pulls me in the other direction of like, fuck, I just do that bit of it, and now I can't handle this anymore. I just do this bit of it, and I can't handle it anymore. That's all right. I don't know, it's not the best and most effective way to do things. I'm not the most optimized, effective human being you'll ever meet. Don't ever ask me about my morning or any other type of routines. People have been sorely disappointed by that and it made me think, I'm like, I don't, I don't. My routine is it gets done eventually somehow. It is, this weekend. Do you, do you think, well, actually, this time we had mainly Germans running the thing, or Austrians. How many, how many Germans and Austrians we have? Enough. So really, yeah, I, I wasn't involved. <laughs> they, I'm sure they were going, right, not like Mr. Marshall. So first we will meticulously plan, then we will execute, then everything will be perfect. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good rule of thumb. If you're an artistic Australian, only hire Austrians. <clears throat> what was I saying? Not the most effective way to do things, but that will work, right? In the sense that when I first started this, I had all those statements in my mind. Uh, I can't do this, I'm a bit old for this, um, I'm a hipster, they're not. Those things would come up, the justifications would come in. I hate clubs, right? So it was like, I hate clubs. Be and then why? Well, because they're full of vapid people and techno music and smoke and I can't hear what they're saying and I don't know what to say and when I say stuff, they look at me weird. Uh, that was my initial idea about it. So I avoided them. At some point I went, I hate clubs, and then I put in, and I'm going to go to clubs. Right? 
I hate clubs. Let's see what they're, let's see if I don't hate clubs. I'm just going to go to a club. Okay, I went, I'm going to a club and I'm going to maybe try and enjoy myself. All right, so I went through these processes, started discarding the long, ornate stories about what all persons at clubs are like. You know, and at the very end of this 10-year journey, you know where I ended up? I hate clubs. <laughs> but I sure did go and understand them. I can operate in a club fine. I can go on a date with a 24-year-old chick who wants to party, and I can be chill. Yeah. I will go into a club again. I understand that environment. Or, and, and when I walk in now, if I ever do, it's without a story. It's without this subjective... Uh, explanations to myself that have written myself into a narrative that for the rest of my life means I don't enter that venue. Or for varying degrees, I almost never speak to a stranger. Or I don't cry because I'm not that kind of person. Who's cried in the last month? More crying. Who, ha who would have a statement like that? I, I can't remember. I don't cry or I don't cry often, I don't remember when I cried, because what? Anyone? That's not what men do. They just kill. <laughs> Welcome back from the military, by the way, Jordan. Thanks, Welcome back. It's, what else? It's for poofters. Who said that? <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that word in a long time. It's still funny. Yeah? I learned you. you learned poofter from me. Yeah. Oh, dear. That is my fault. Okay, uh, yes, that means a gay, a gay Australian. <laughs> it does. So, with that, with that in mind, you will die younger. You will be more likely to have a heart attack. You will be with a woman who wants to connect with you on a deep, emotional, intimate level, and you will not. You will have the tragedy of saying goodbye to a parent without actually sharing tears with them and telling them, I love you even though you're a fuck up. Yeah. And that's a heavy cost to maintain that story because that's not what men do. All right. Let's be aware of the cost of all of your narratives. Go home and write them down and look at them on different levels. What am I like as a human body? And I know that about myself very well. And when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, actually, I'm loose, I'm flexible, I'm upright, I'm lithe, <laughs> right? There's, I'm expressive. There's all sorts of ways that I understand my body and I, can, and I can sit with that. And then if you're not, like if you're something else, to be honest, you're like, I'm stiff. I don't, I don't track with my eyes. I had a client recently who only tracked with his head. It was really weird. And I was like, please don't do that. <laughs> like, uh, no, so yeah, he was literally just tracked with his eyes like he was inside a painting. You know one of those? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, move the head as well. And we had to practice walking around like mapping, mapping his head. And I see that with a lot of people, where the truth is I don't even feel my body. That is the statement that I need to look at. That because I'm, you know, busy at work or whatever justification uh, or rationalization, we need to remove that and look at this. This is a reality that we need to, to deal with. I'm not stiff. I, I am stiff. What is I'm not stiff. This is a problem. <laughs> and I'm stiff and this is a problem. Remove your rationalizations and list these motherfuckers and also list all of the excuses so that you're ready for them because they just sing to you like a siren. 
and they lull you into this sense of narrative that will quietly sideline you into mediocrity, which is where most of the world belongs because the world cannot handle that many people having intense, explosive, amazing, exploratory, erotic lives. It can handle this many. I'm serious, it can. We, we can the world can absorb this much freedom. So make sure that you guys are the ones that take advantage of it. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.